everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am just um, a ball full of nerves today because I am trying not to be starstruck <laughs> as well as just making sure that I get the information that you need today. I would like to give a special thank you to every last one of you who have taken the time out to not only uh, come into this live, but you went ahead and shared and you helped promote the flyer. So I could not have done this without you. So I want to thank you very, very much. But I know we have a little bit of time to really just dig in. So I'm just going to go ahead and get started. And of course, you guys, as you're watching, I want you to post your comments. I want you to share. I want you to start your watch parties. Make sure everyone is tuned in tonight because I have Mr. Giles <laughs> today. <laughs> he will be talking to us and breaking down. You're ready for this? Politics for us. We are talking about what's going on with the presidential election. We are talking about what's going on as far as for all this, who did this and who said that and what does it really mean and what should we really do and how do we keep our eyes on the true prize, which is to win this election. Biden-Harris. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Giles, <laughs> please, 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 please introduce yourself. Tell the people who you are. Uh, well, hi, my name is uh, Quentin R. Giles. I am a political author, excuse me, political commentator, uh, an author, um, a friend, a brother, a follower of Christ. I'm all those things. Come on. <laughs> and, I, and I love politics. That's my seed. Uh, a lot of guys like sports. That was never my thing. But if you ask me anything about uh, politics, like that's my Sparta. So that's what gets me going and I can have those debates and, and the trash talk. And I try to limit the trash talk, but I can I can have the spirited debate, if you will. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's my thing. And that, and that's just who I am. And I just I just talk and try to educate the people and let them know what's going on in, in ways that's easy to understand. All right. So I want to let the people know uh, how I came across your platform. Initially, uh -huh. as you guys know, when uh, COVID-19 started to be such a dangerous thing. Everyone literally had to get locked up in their place and had nothing to do. Meanwhile, we all had Facebook, we all had Instagram and all those things that go along with it. But yeah. um, we all got a hold of TikTok and literally what <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, some of those things, uh, those platforms limited our voice. But TikTok mm. did not. It allowed us yeah. to say whatever we had to say and those, mm -hmm. they, there wasn't um, any filters from keeping everyone from us. So rest assured, that's how I got introduced to Mr. Giles. He literally was breaking down piece by piece every day, posting videos and keeping me, I say, I make, I personalize it. He kept me informed about what's going <laughs> on. And 2020 was an election year, is an election year. And I needed yeah. to be up to date, but it was just, so, it was so much. Can I be honest? It was so it, much. It is a lot. Listen, I was like, who's going to run? Who's running? Are they really staying in? Are they not going to be in? How is COVID-19? Is it really serious? What's going on? So um, because of Mr. Giles, I stayed in the know. And that's what we're going to be doing today. Um, I want to also make sure that we acknowledge today is September 11th. 
And September mm -hmm. 11th, to me, um, it still brings up a lot of emotion, mostly because, yes, uh, like many of you, you're thinking about where you were, what you have done. Um, for me, I have family in New York, and I was under the impression my aunt was one of the people that they would probably have to go looking for. But thank God, it was a day where she was running late, and she she was not in the area. However, it did yes. not take oh, away okay. how it affected me, how it affected my, at the time, my schoolmates. Um, it did not do any of that. So um, for you, Mr. Giles, I want us to open yeah. up with you letting us know what is the significance for you as far as for September 11th is concerned. Yeah, you know, the, for me today, it was really a remembrance of a lot of people. I saw a lot of people talk about, you know, where they were. And I, I distinctly remember where I was, right? Uh, and I, I just didn't think, for me at least, and this is not a swipe at anybody, but for me, it just, where I was wasn't as important. You know, I, I'm like, for me, it's like the people that lost their lives in the plane. It's the people that lost their lives in the building. It was the, the first responders and the firefighters that rushed into the rubble and has, you know, have either died that day trying to save people or have died up until this day with various cancers that they got from being in the midst of that rubble. It was, you know, our armed services that went to war after that. Yes. And people have died or come back, you know, mangled and, and disassembled in some type of way. It was them. It was also our NATO allies. Yeah. Um, NATO is basically the, the alliances, our friends across the globe, that yeah. when Article 5 was activated, they took up arms, right? So their military came to yes. help us with the war. So they've had people that died. And one thing that, uh, you know, I told you before we, we started talking that somebody put on my social media that I didn't think about was the casualties on the other side, right? People that just got caught in the crossfire because they lived in the Middle East yeah. and there was a war going on. They had no parts of it, yeah. right? So it's them. And then I'll push a little further, which some people may like it, some people may not. I'm not a fan of war. I understand that it's a thing. But even the enemy, yep. they died, right? You know? They still, whatever hatred they had in their heart, they still die. It's a loss of human life, right? Yeah. And so I'm not taking away. I know a lot of people won't be able to hear and receive that. But for me, how I'm looking at it is, it's just from this tragic act, so much life was lost. Yeah. So that's what I think was important to think about. I, I know one thing is, um, for me, what I think about too is, Yes, I agree. Tragedy. It was a tragedy. There was so much loss. But yeah. one of the things I remember, and this is what's going to bring us into our conversation. Um, at that time when everything was happening, we didn't have, it, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't publicized or nobody was really concerned about it. Race, color, you know, gender, you know, mm. title, how much money you made, poor, rich, none of that came together. It was a, you did what? What happened? Let me go help. Mm. I, it, jurisdiction didn't even matter because, like you said, first responders, there was people across the country, across the nation that was like yeah. going to their employers, send me over there. I need to help. We were sending yeah. rescuers. It was just a moment where we had to come together. 
And unfortunately, like many life moments, uh, Mm -hmm. when it's something horrible, we have to come together. But you would think that would be something that would happen now where the country see that we're like at war with each other. You would think we would come together because we've been through something so tragic. And now more than ever, we can't even have a united voice. I get a little Mm passionate about that because something as um, important as the Black Lives Matter movement, we can't even Mm -hmm. keep that message, one message. Now someone got to have all Black lives and all lives matter. I'm like, can we just agree that lives, (laughs) these lives are being lost and we need to not lose them like this? Yeah, Um, yeah. But for the most part, this is where the politics come in. We are in the middle of an election and Mm -hmm. we have a president that the country we believe is divided because of the information he shares. Right now, let's just get straight into it. The hot topic is the severity of COVID-19, the coronavirus. Why do you think he really didn't make a big deal out of it? I know he's saying that he really didn't know, but I don't, I don't think that was it. I don't think he was concerned about panic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, well, we know he knew, you know, <laughs> uh, we, we know, but we knew before that, you know, one thing that it's probably a good thing that I'm not a white house reporter, mm-hmm. uh, and be able to be in the briefing room because one thing, a question that I felt like nobody was asking that was so obvious. I'm going to take us back and then I'll, I'll bring up the question. You know, when this whole thing started happening, um, and uh, we were on the verge of like shutting down the, the country and all this other stuff, we saw other countries across the pond doing this already. So yeah. America was actually in a really privileged position yes. and our leadership fumbled the ball, right? Mm-hmm. So when you see, before it even really ravaged here, Italy was shut down. Yeah, That lets you know something is going on, but that lets us, we the public know because that was on the news. Our government knows what's going on across the world. We have spies everywhere we have alliances like i mentioned nato so even our allies over there on the other side of the pond saw this happening they are closer to china so we share that type of information so i always knew he was briefed i always knew he knew but he used to say this thing quite a lot he still says it from time to time but he used to say uh especially when the criticism started for months and months and months Mm -hmm. i did my job or i did enough because i shut it down i stopped travel from china he used to always say that always say that always say that and my question that nobody would seem to rebut him or ask him was well if you thought it was so severe to shut travel from china down come on come on then why for months would you before we even got into hydroxychloroquine and all that why would you um belittle mask wearing when we know that is just a small thing everybody could do. Those two things don't make sense, right? If it was so serious that you knew you had to shut off from another country, why then would you be little mad? And then Mm -hmm. push in even further, why then would you wander out loud if we needed to put disinfectant in our bodies to get a cleaning? Why then would you have such a problem with shutting down the country if you knew this thing was coming? And now what we learned this week was that it wasn't because we went on this, we had this mantra that um, he was, uh, what was everyone saying? He just didn't, he couldn't grasp the severity or in, implying that somehow he was just too intelligent 
to grasp what really needed to be done. Come on. Well, the recordings, no, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew. Yeah. In February, which then coincides with the You Shut China Down, right? Yes. Because you knew, and even to this day, I'm still not hearing that connection on the news, and I'm just like, do I need to run NBC? Like, what is going on? Look, please, like, why I is vote no one yes. That connection? Right. Like, why is no one making that connection? He's been saying that for so long. That was the tale. And now we have these, these uh, video, or excuse me, these audio recordings from Bob Woodward's uh, interviews that he's done confirming that. Yep. And so then you would need to ask yourself as well. Now, now as far as me and my house, we, me and my family, we was never listening to him. But if you also knew that this was that dangerous, somebody, his supporter, should really ask, why have you been pushing to put our children back in school? Come on. You yourself said younger people are getting it. So why would you go out publicly and do that? And when all of this comes out, your excuse was you didn't want to cause a panic. That's a lie. Yeah. You've been lying to people and you have been willfully endangering people. Yeah. And I believe from my assessment, it is because of money. Yeah. Us being shut down was going to hurt the economy. Us being short, shut down meant the government was going to have to provide some type of assistance. Yeah. We already know that Trump's strongest play is running on the economy. He's admitted it. His campaign has admitted it. And even polls up until this day still shows him. I, I don't know. I don't know who they polling and I don't know what the people thinking. But up until this day, the American electorate by a majority, not a large one, but by a majority still yeah. think that he is better equipped to handle the economy. That's money. Yeah. Like, let the, so let's break time to teach. Right. When you hear people say economy, that's money. That's what that is. That money coming through. OK, because, you know, sometimes people don't know what that means. And they could be talking over their head. That's money. So. Uh -huh. You, what you were doing was you were going to allow us, we the people, to be sacrificed to the COVID so that you could still run on an economy. And I didn't say that, I had a Facebook post the other day and I didn't say it then. I, I don't know if I'm gonna say it now. It, it is, it is, it is, no, it is to me because it's, it's on my heart. It is high key demonic if you really think about that. You are in charge of being the commander in chief, which we found out you you talk about military people, you know, behind closed doors. It's a whole other story. Okay. But you're the commander in chief, right? You are the commander of the armed services. Yep. You are also the chief executive officer of this country. You are supposed to keep we the people safe. So when you come out and say, you know, um, I didn't want to, I didn't want to spread a panic. Well, that's a lie too, because you mm -hmm. spread panic for every other thing, but that for is everything. not, you failed for everything, but you failed at your job. You allowed people to die knowing how serious it was, but the actions you still chose to take went against what you knew was actually happening for the sake of having an American economy running so you could get reelected. That's demonic. Yeah. That's evil. That is evil. Flat out. So um, I, I I don't know, you know, I don't know what he, it's crazy. You know, he, he still held a rally yesterday. It, it's, it's just baffling to me. People still showed up to this thing. That, so um, don't get me started I don't know what that, that says. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that says as a whole. It concerns me. Um, I actually thought about it today. It does concern me about just even trying to debate people anymore because some people are so baked in. Yeah. So baked in. I have a friend, well, well yeah, I have a friend who, a uh, military vet, um, I saw him post on Facebook, you know, this whole Trump playing it down thing, you're not going to change my mind. You're not, that's what a good leader does, da 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 da. 
And I, I, I really, with everything, want to comment on his post and ask him, because he's been to war. If you were in, and I haven't done it because I don't know if it'll be triggering and I just don't even know if it'll be fruitful to even have the conversation because I think he's yeah. baked in. But then I would pose this question, if that's the case, like keep it consistent then. Go if ahead. Yeah, know where you keep going. it consistent. If that's the case, when, if you're overseas at war, yeah, and he knows, he gets all the intelligence, right? He, he let, well, the generals make moves, but to execute strikes and all that other stuff, you know, that has to go through the commander in chief and all that yeah. good stuff, right? Or really not good stuff, but all of that. So if there is a biological weapon, a biological agent, let's say some type of nerve gas coming your way, would it still be acceptable for him to say, don't worry, keep walking forward, get mm-hmm. back out don't there. Don't tell them. It's going to go away. You know, the wind will blow it away. Would that same thing be acceptable knowing that that nerve agent might kill you all? And they'll tell and, you, and don't, I don't, don't play the what if game. Right, they right, don't play right. What if. But to, for me, you have to keep it consistent. Yeah. Because that's essentially what happened to him. Trump himself said he considered himself a wartime president against the virus. Now, I didn't say that. He said that. So then if that's the case, if that is his mantra, if that is his uh, mode of thinking, mm-hmm. would that be okay for you as a, as a person who has gone to a war zone? It's something I want to say, but I just don't know how fruitful it'll be. So I'll just leave it there for the audience to ponder. Because mm-hmm. I think those two things, like, Food you, you, you yeah. have to keep it consistent. Yeah, it's a train of thought. So that's where we are with that one. <laughs> I see you get you getting worked up every time we talk about. Um, I hear you talk about Trump. It's just I'm sorry, I got a little relaxed. Mm-hmm. Pre- our president Trump. Um, mm-hmm. You you get a little worked. <laughs> you get worked up. I do. This man. I get you know I I get worked up because if this were any other politician, not even if this was just an Obama thing. Come if on. this were any other politician, he would have been removed. He was already been impeached, but he would have been impeached, removed. And charged. Yep. And for Republicans in the House and the Senate, particularly the Senate, and this is no shade to a congressman, but a senator has a little bit more clout, a little bit more esteem. A bit more, yeah. Uh, yeah, you 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 serve out that term every six years, Congress people every two years, you know. Uh, so like for Congress, you up for election every other year, so it's like, eh, but a, a senator, there are only a hundred senators. For them to abandon for them to capitulate their position as a senator, you are a U.S. senator, and to allow him to do these things, because he's not doing it on his own, you are the check. Yeah. Per the Constitution, you are the check and the balance, right? And so even I'm watching, you know, as these tapes come out, when we found out he actually knew, you watch press conferences of, of the Republicans, oh, I haven't read the book. I haven't did the... You don't have to read the book to hit an audio tape. Come on. You all just say nothing. So... If it, it as much as it's Trump's fault, it's their fault as well. Yep, they, because they, they, they are allowing responsibility. It. They yeah, correct. They are not standing in the fullness of their position of what they were elected to do. There is no way if this was any other president, this would happen. Yep. And so it does work me up that you have those people, uh, as far as uh, um, uh, congressional and and congressional representation that won't do their job. And then it works me up because you have real supporters that are really baked in, like my friend who is a veteran who has gone to war. I couldn't I couldn't believe that when I read that. I was like, you have to be kidding me. Did I miss the memo? Like, <laughs> I must have missed the Kool-Aid that everybody is drinking because it, it just baffles me. And even to my, I don't want to go too deep because, well, even to my evangelical brothers and sisters Come or my on. professed Christians that 
are just so beholden to him. Let's be very clear. Jesus ain't a Republican or a Democrat. So that's that. So we could wipe that out right there. He doesn't belong to a political party. God the Father does not belong to a political Come party. On. And for people to support him on the basis of, and I don't want, I, bring me back if I'm going too far off. Uh, but people support him, especially my evangelical brothers and sisters, support him on the basis of he's pro-life. Well, not to discount any life in the womb. I, I'm a, I am a firm agree, in agreement that we should be concerned and fight for life from the womb to the tomb. Yeah. And so I don't believe that God, our father, is only concerned with the baby in the womb. And that is not me trying to diminish abortion or anything like that. Uh -huh. But again, like I said with, the, with with my other example, keep that same energy. Yep. Do you have All that same way. energy for kids on the border that are dying? Do yeah. you have that same energy for black people being killed by cops? Do you have that same energy for almost 200,000 Americans being killed by COVID and the leader is not doing anything? He lied. So don't <laughs> tell me he's a Christian. Don't tell me like there is no fruit of the spirit there. So that's <laughs> That is why I get worked up because it's all a lie. And oh y'all keep goodness. lying to me in my face and telling me I'm tripping. That That is why I get worked up. That's really why. Like, I, I, I just can't. And for the record, I'm not a Democrat. Let's, and let's put that there. For the record, I am I, not. I wanted you to say that because I am a Democrat. I am a okay. registered Democrat. And I once I realized that you... You're re you're independent or Republican? I'm, I'm an independent. No, I'm you're, an independent. You're independent. And mm -hmm. because of that, I was like, I believe in some of the views over here. Some yeah. of the views over here. And literally, yeah. I went to my husband. I said, it's official. I am changing my party. I'm going to go. I said, no, you can't just stand left or yeah, right because right. both of them is playing the field and I don't like it. Right. That's it's it. Flawed. Some way, somehow, I feel like yeah. both sides are lying. Both sides are trying to, um, what's the best way for me to say it? Some way, somehow, they're winning from chaos. That's what I don't like. You, yeah. um, whew. okay, here we go. That's okay. Take your time, sis. Um, Here's, here's my thing. What you yeah. said, I want the same energy all the way. I want all you the way through. to fight for those in a womb. Yes, go ahead. You want to fight for those in a womb? No problem. But what about those, those toddlers? Okay. Mm -hmm. What about those who are losing their jobs? What about those who don't have a yeah. way to pay their bills? What about those who are working hard, right. but they're being denied access? What about exactly. those who are dying on the street blatantly? Now it's yeah. being recorded. It's not like it, it wasn't happening before. It's not a, all of a sudden. Now it's just yeah. on camera. And while right. we see it on camera, we're just being told, ah, you're blowing it out of proportion. Do your research. Right. We literally turned. Now we're, we're who? We literally turned to now. We're blaming the victim. Wait a minute. An yeah. unarmed man is not, it, uh, we're, it's his fault. Why? He got shot in his back seven times unarmed. Right. It's his fault now. Um, yeah. What happened to due process? What happened to the Miranda rights? You know, those things. I, every last one of those videos I've seen, I'm like, why won't the president? And everybody's like, uh, I do see the comments. They're like, oh, my gosh, it's not his fault. Um, there's nothing he can do about it. Yes. What about standing with the fact that 
if you wear a badge, and keep in mind, I have people in my family that wears the mm -hmm. badge, and they ask the same question I ask. Every last one of those videos, I never heard the Miranda rights. Yeah. They want to say the person is a criminal, we're, we're fighting for criminals and all. No, 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 no. Mm -hmm. we're, we're fighting for justice. We, yeah. we want justice. I want, if you committed a crime, your Miranda rights, those faithful rights, to be read, mm -hmm. and then after that, you move forward. I don't get hyped up yeah. for every little thing. I just know, as right. a person, I want to be treated like a human. I want our president, I want our senators, I want our congressmen to realize and speak up for humanity. That's it. Right. That's, yeah. I feel like, why is that so hard? Be a, be a basic human being. Yeah. What, yeah. What's that? Right. Are we asking right. for too much as a people to say, I don't want to... I don't want my husband to go to work and I'm not concerned about him getting hurt on a job. I'm concerned about, is he going to get pulled over? What happens if he get pulled over? Oh no. Uh, I can't have that. I want him treated right. like a human. And I want to know, it's, it's sad to stretch this far. I want yeah. us to be treated like any other person that, that yeah. sounds like utopia. Am I going too far? Cause that's no, you would think, you know, you would think that, um, <laughs> you would think that that would be the thing, right? Um, especially, well, I think the moral high ground is definitely gone. I would say especially for the people on the right. Yeah. Because for so long, they have hijacked, you know, the idea of, uh, well, I, let, me not, let me not give put all that on them. I will say that the side, the side on the right has traditionally stood uh, or said at least that they stand for Christian values and have the moral authority. Yeah. Um, I don't know that they can ever claim that again. <laughs> like not not in these past four years. First off, it was it was it was finicky at best with some of the stuff y'all was doing anyway. But not with <laughs> these four years. Come on. You can't. Explosion. You no longer have the moral authority. You Come know on. you have six. You have you have let that ground go. Yep. Okay, as much as that's wrong, let me keep it fair and consistent. As much as that's wrong on the other side, uh, on the left side as well, they weren't making that argument. So, oh. because and, and this is me, because we say we believe the same thing and we read the same Bible, then we have we have to have some type of agreement on what we're doing, right? Bring it to the word. That's what the, if the scriptures say, and let it be so. Yeah. Let God be the truth and every man a liar. So, especially if you're on that side of having this moral authority, stand on it then yes and they don't and so i want i want to say something that you uh or pick out something that you said you know you said people have said you know the president can't do anything about it like if somebody yeah. uh 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 gets shot in the street and we have the video well there is something that he could do that he or he could do it's he could stop talking he could do that because he comes and fans the flames and I can already hear the counter argument about, well, there are First Amendment rights. That is true. But let us understand, President Trump is not a normal citizen. I'm not taking away his right to speak, but there is a position that he plays as the leader, the as the number one. And so if you don't want to take on that responsibility, knowing that your words have weight, COVID, mass, people listening to you, your words carry weight. Your words carry water. You're yeah. in the position of leadership. If you don't want to carry that responsibility, get out. Yep. And that's just on period. For any person that is in a leadership position, anybody, 
you are not, just like cops, you are not a normal citizen. We, the people, have agreed that you are endowed with a certain set of powers to walk around here, police, and carry a gun. You have a certain amount of authority that I, as a normal citizen, do not have. You're not a normal citizen. Now, that doesn't mean you don't have constitutional rights and all those things, but you, we got to stop getting in this place. Well, the argument, we got to get stop getting into this place of where they're just like everybody else. Nope. Yeah, when you off the clock, <laughs> you ain't got your gun. Come on. Maybe. Because if you get in trouble, they still might cover for you and Come you on. off the clock. So, but when you're on the clock and you're in your position, no, you're not like everyone else. You have a certain set of authority and powers, and that is a position. And so that that is an, a, a, another reason why I get so worked up. People want to be in leadership positions, but don't want to answer the call in its totality. I know you can go on that alone. I, I could, I could, but we said we were going <laughs> to talk politics, so I'm, I ain't going to give y'all no sermon. I ain't going to give y'all. I can't even talk politics, not preach. Now, I want to, um, there was a couple of questions. I want to make sure I get to them. Now, one of the questions is I have many people that are so overwhelmed by what's going on, the politics, who to vote for, and all this other stuff, and and, and, yeah. and all that great stuff that goes along with it. So I want to bring it down just a little bit. Okay. Some people are going out. I, I want to commend those who are at least doing this. They're going out and they're voting, and they say, I just want Trump out of the office. I'm just going to yeah. go ahead and vote for the Biden-Harris crew. Okay. But... Can you give us just one or two points about mm-hmm. um, Biden and Harris? Why do you feel like that's a good combination for them to be running against uh, Trump and Pence? Is it Trump and Pence? I don't know who it is. Yeah, Trump and Pence. Um, well, I don't. I don't know if it was a. I don't know if it, it's a good combination. I myself was a Warren supporter. Okay. Uh, I wanted. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear. See, if people be thinking I'm one boy, uh, I'm not a little thin of that. Don't, don't pull me over there. Uh, I myself was a Warren, am a Warren supporter. I like her policies. Yeah. Uh, but for the, for the sake of the argument, yes. you know, with, with, with the choices that we have, um, <laughs> at a bare minimum, it's not Trump. Okay. <laughs> at a at a bit at a bit, I feel like this week alone should disqualify a lot of stuff should have disqualified him a long time ago. But yes. the fact that we have the leader of the free world, our leader, on tape admitting that he knew a deadly virus was here and he lied to us and pushed us out you and kept saying open everything up and everything he that I mean that that I don't need to make not another argument like that alone. Joe Biden could be worse. I don't, I'm not a Joe Biden fan. I'm not gun ho about a Joe Biden Harris ticket. I'm not. I'll tell you, I was excited the day Kamala was announced because of the excitement of the day. And yes, she's a black woman and an Indian woman and she went to an HBCU. So representation definitely matters. So don't, don't get me wrong when I say this next part because I was excited that day. Yeah. And then I woke up and I, I woke up the next day and I was just like, mm, huh. okay, well, that's what we got. Yeah. Now, with that being said, again, just <laughs> just off of basic human decency, right? Yeah. Um, I don't believe everything that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris subscribe to. Yeah. Uh, there are some third party candidates, but I'm a I am a believer in being a strategic voter. Yes. Um, I do not let me say this as well. I do not believe that voting third party or voting independent libertarian right in, unless it's Kanye West, Great. is a wasted vote. Um, I believe that you you can do those things, and I don't look at those as wasted votes. 
yeah. in the same breath, I look at my vote personally, one, because I pay taxes, I'm going to vote, right? Yes. Because my taxes keep these people employed. That's that's how congressmen, senators, state representatives, the mayor, that's how they get paid with my tax dollars that y'all take every year. Yeah. So I'm going to vote. Oh, yeah. I, I, you, 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 I didn't already pay the fee to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, with that, I have to be strategic with my vote. Yeah. And so I may not align with everything that Biden and Harris say, but I have to look at the chessboard and figure out who is in a position, uh, who's better placed to get me most of the things I want. Because yeah. it's highly, I highly doubt I'm going to get everything that I want. Yeah. No matter who the who the president is or who the candidate That's is, right. but who's who's positioned to get me majority of the things that I want, and in this case, who's liable to try to take us back to slavery? So I mean, you know, okay. it's just a no brainer. Now, you already touched it a little bit on why, just one of the main reasons why someone should vote, but those. Mm-hmm. Um, that there was just one question that I had for you. Yeah. It was just when you mentioned that some of the things that our current president has done, if mm-hmm. Obama so much blinked our president, oh. I mean, I'm sorry that he's still yeah. my, my favorite president. Um, yeah. He so much blinked the wrong mm-hmm. way. He was being mm-hmm. ripped and shred to pieces. And yeah. I am appalled by how much mm-hmm. our current uh, <laughs> our current president get away with. And I yeah. wanted to know, I know many people are looking at the election and they're saying, why does he always bring up Obama? Why is Obama still <laughs> rent free? <laughs> right. So can you touch a little bit about that? Why do people still, why does he still bring up Obama? Oh, I'm not a psychiatrist. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm definitely not a psychiatrist. I'm just a political commentator. You that that sounds like it needs a, a diagnosis. Obama <laughs> had been president for four years. I mean, the 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 way he talks about him, you would think Obama is two presidents right now. That's yeah. what you you would think that it's two active presidents right now. Yeah, you know, or or maybe even three. The way he brings up Joe Biden as if. Yes. Joe Biden is going to have all this chaos in the world. It's chaos right now in your presidency. Yes. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a psychiatrist. Um, uh, but I, I would. I would think that. Well, you know what? Based on that same book, so that audio that we got from Bob Woodward. Yeah. Um, no, I'm sorry. I'm confused. So many books have dropped this week from people that have that's in this circle. The Michael Cohen book, not the Bob Woodward. The Michael okay. Cohen book that came out. Uh, for those that don't know, Michael Cohen was Donald Trump's personal attorney who assisted him in paying off uh, the porn star, the $130,000, which is being investigated as a campaign finance violation because they did that so that she would not go public prior to the 2016 election, and you cannot do that. Um, that Michael Cohen. I, I'm just giving the history. I'm just saying, I'm calling the thing the thing so everybody This is not hearsay. Talking. This is what was said. Uh, this is, no, yeah, this is not hearsay. <laughs> this is, this is, Michael Cohen went to jail for this. Like, this is not hearsay. <laughs> He's he is on house arrest right now because of the COVID. <laughs> he got they let him out of the jail cell, but on house arrest because of COVID. So this is this is not a made up thing. This ain't rumors. This ain't propaganda. These are the facts. Mm. So Michael Cohen has since flipped on Trump and decided to tell everything. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is cooperating. From my understanding, he said this week he said from the things that he's told investigators 
there are 11 investigations based off of what he said. Michael Cohen has been around Trump and the Trump administration for years, but he, the one thing uh, that stuck out to me, going back to your comment about President Obama, in his book, he actually talks about things that Trump has said and done prior to, uh, I believe it was prior to him being president. It could have been while he was as well. But Michael Cohen, again, his personal attorney who was right there with him, involved with his children, all of that, has said that Trump does not like President Obama because he's black, because he is he went to Harvard Law, um, and he was educated and became president. That basically spells out a racist to me. That is, that's just basically what that is to me. There's no so it, it's other not a difference way. of opinion. It's not it's, we don't get along. It's not that you know me. It's not it's nothing like that. It's simply because you are black educated president. Okay. And his or he said something, which is which is kind of a trope. He said because he's a good orator as well, uh, which is kind of has been a thing within the black community. When you know when when I don't know so much lately, but back then when white people say, "Oh, you speak so well," as opposed to, you know, so so even that, like when Michael Cohen said that, I said, mm, "There's that old school trope there." Um, now, that's just blatant racism. Now, why he's still in his head to this day? That's why I said I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't understand that because you got some you got some people that are racist and they can move on. You know, they're on to the next other that they want to target. Yeah. Or whatever the case may be. Why Obama lives rent free in his head, I do not know, but we probably should get a psychiatric evaluation. We see That's how what that I'm went. The, the, uh, <laughs> other evaluations went. We've seen how that went. So person, um... cat, dog, TV. Yeah, it, oh, it's a lot. It's goodness. a lot. Even that should be disqualifying because that still doesn't make sense. Oh. That whole storyline and the the doc, him making the White House doctor come out to say he didn't have any stroke when nobody asked that to begin with. It's like I, I that's why I don't understand why people are baked in. <laughs> it only leads me to believe that you like the the racist rhetoric and you don't have a problem with the corruption and and just the the disassembling of the prestige of the office. That's the only thing I can think. And I'm pretty sure people would argue me and say that's not why they support him, but that is the only thing that I can think. Because I don't even see a time where they'll see everything that's happening. It's right there mm -hmm. in front of them. And then they'll say, yeah. it's not that bad. It, it's it's for okay. For who? It's, yeah, it's... but then the question is, well, for who? It's <laughs> not that bad for who? Okay. Ooh, Mr. Giles, Mr. Giles, Mr. Giles. Yeah. You yeah, have but... taught us so much already. Just one more question for the people. If they yeah. have not registered to vote yet, what Ooh, yeah. would you like to say? Please speak to the people who has not registered or voted yet. Go ahead. Yes, I have two things, actually. Um, so, one, you need to get registered to vote because voting is coming up very soon, November 3rd. Uh, it's the day of voting. I would actually encourage everyone to early vote, um, particularly if you are going to mail in your ballot. Uh, but you can get registered. There are a few resources. So you can go to vote.org, mm -hmm. vote.org, national website. You can find out if you're registered. They can help you get registered, all those things. Uh, if you end up coming over to my page, I have a link in my bio to get you registered too. I partnered up with some creators on TikTok. We're doing this, this TikTok-wide campaign between, I think between all the creators that have come together, we have about 20 million followers collectively. Wow. Yeah, and we're trying to get people registered to vote. So we have the link in our bio. We're calling it Talk the Vote. 
If you're not on TikTok, then uh, you know it may not. You may not get it, but it's called Talk the Boat. Uh, so if you happen to come by my page, you can tap the link. The very first uh, tab in my uh, bio after you tap the link is to get registered to vote. Um, and you need to vote because these things are important, not at, only at the presidential level, but also at your local and state levels as well, because your local and state officials handle things uh, like natural disasters. I'm not sure where everybody is at, but me in Houston, we, we're having hurricanes. Like Charles, like your local city officials are going to handle that. Yes, the federal government steps in from time to time, but your people that's boots on the ground that is right there that's in, in charge of your education system your roads, your hospitals, your police department, all that stuff that's at the local level. So voting federally is just as important as voting locally. Yes. The two may have a different tactic. Let me let me break that down a little bit. And I'm not going to forget that other thing because I know a lot of people have felt like, well, why do I have to vote for president? It doesn't make sense anyway because of the electoral college. So I like to use this simple analogy. Um, voting, the president is voting like chess. Everybody else is checkers, right? Checkers is a much more easier game. It's a move for move. You jump. If you get a king, you know, there are a certain amount of moves you can do. That's how everybody else is, right? It's a vote for a vote. So the person with the most votes wins. With the presidency, you have to understand uh, the history of the Electoral College a little bit, which I do think we need to abolish it. But in the beginning, um, the, the reason the Electoral College was created was because they didn't want... Uh, a larger state to have more influence than a smaller state, right? So if it was vote for vote, think about the amount of people that's in California alone. Yes. California would easily knock out three of the small states, right? Y'all vote truly would not matter. And so what it was, was each state is assigned a certain amount of electoral votes. So you have to win the state to get us, well, you have to win a certain amount of the state to get a certain amount, you know, of the electoral college votes as a whole. So it's more of a chess game. So you'll hear them talk about those swing states. You'll hear them talk about these small towns in like a Wisconsin, because that can literally determine those electoral college votes in that state. So it's more of a chess game. It is still equally important as your vote for vote. Now, that's on voting. The other thing I wanted to mention is everybody needs to get counted for the census. The census is happening this year, and we do the census per the Constitution every 10 years. This year, of course, it falls at a Trump presidency. The census is supposed to go through October, but they're going to stop it. Now, here's, here's the gag. The Trump administration is stopping the census early, and it's going to end on September 30th. Do you want to know why? Why? Due to coronavirus concerns. You mean the same coronavirus that is going to go away? The same <laughs> one that you didn't that you didn't want to cause panic about, but somehow the census needs to stop? And let me tell you what the census does if you're counted. We are talking about billions of federally funded dollars. Technically your dollars because it's tax money, but billions of dollars being distributed amongst the country. This not only helps with your roads as well in your local uh with your local municipalities, your roads, your police departments, all those things. The census also determines how many seats uh, of congressional representation that you get. So those are those Congress people, not your state Congress people, but your federal Congress people as well. So the census is totally important because that if, if a population grows in a certain sector, you want to have as much representation and as diverse representation as well, right? Yeah. Uh, so that's why that's very important. But I just think it's it's not funny, but it's funny that the census is ending early this year due to coronavirus concerns under this administration. So you can actually go to 2020census.gov um, and do the census. It takes like five minutes. It's super quick. Also, 
you don't have to be an American citizen to do the census. And I know I'm giving a lot of information, but I know I, I feel like I got to give it to the people. Give it. You don't have to be, yeah, you don't, per the Constitution. <laughs> so let's start there. Let's start there because a lot of people, it's funny, who does who don't like it because I think Trump tried to do an executive order on the census and non-citizens. I don't know if he didn't realize it was in the Constitution, but, you know, I don't think he really cares about the Constitution anyway. But per the Constitution, mm -hmm. right? You do not have to be an American citizen to be counted in the census. If you live here, period, you can be counted. And I know for my my brothers and sisters of uh, Hispanic or Latino de uh, descent, um, may have some uh, reservations about doing that, right? Because you are giving your address, you are giving your name, you're saying how many people live in your household. That may have some reservations doing that because of the federal government and ICE and all of those things, right? Yeah. But let me let you know, it is actually against the law for that for the census agency to share your information with law enforcement of any side of any kind. I'm so so they cannot give yes, they cannot give your information to ICE. They can't give your information to law enforcement. It's illegal because again, per the Constitution, yeah, everybody <laughs> is to be counted every ten years. And you can do that at 2020census.gov. And I know this is time to teach. So let's teach one more time, class, pop quiz. <laughs> We're going to go, not even, not even a pop quiz. Let me just round back around. We are going to register to vote. And we do that at vote.org. Or you can tap the link in my bio and talk the vote. Mm -hmm. We're going to register. Then we're going to vote. Uh -huh. And we're going to get counted for the census. Yes. Because it's going to end September 30th at 2020census.gov. Listen, and that's my spiel. Mr. Giles. <laughs> I feel like I didn't, I didn't earn myself some DoorDash tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Giles. Yes, yes, yes. Can I take Have a to... moment to say thank you? You are so welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, 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 I love doing this. I talk on my own platform, but I love doing this because more people will be aware, yes. you know, and I think a more aware and engaged public, the better for us all. Okay. And, and um, it's almost that time for us to go, but if I don't do this, it's one of the other things. Please say hello to my mom. Say hi, mommy, Michelle. <laughs> Wait, what's her, what's her name? Uh, mommy Marie. It's her name is Marie, Ma but she's not going to take nothing less from you than mama Marie. <laughs> Mama Marie, hey, how you doing? Uh, I'm so thankful that you support me. You honestly, oh, is that her screaming? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the scream. <laughs> first off, first off, Mama, I'm not even nobody, so I don't know why you scream. I, I ain't nobody, but I, I truly, I thank you. Your daughter told me that you support uh, and you watch my videos. You, you just don't even know. Um, I don't take that one watcher one follower supporter for granted um because you all allowed me to do this full time in many different ways uh she also told me you wanted some merch i, I talked to your daughter about the merch i didn't already gave her the rundown i already gave her the rundown but it's, listen it's, the, gonna get you that. the moment the moment i see no man <laughs> pam comes up it will be it will be hot and ready I'm not even playing. Oh, my okay. gosh. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So I know my guests, they are, um, my, my, my audience is watching this right now. Yeah. And they know what time it is. And they, they are really not going 
to like this part. I want to thank every last one of you for tuning in and watching and being able to be engaged and just being educated tonight in regards to no. politics. I know it can be overwhelming, but trust me, there's nothing that a simple conversation cannot fix. As you guys no. know, here on Time to Teach, this is where we have to sit down and share our experiences. Now, before I let you go, I want to make sure that I let you know, Time to Teach Smiles is officially on round six. Round six of every last one of you sending me um, via Venmo now. I have Venmo up and sending me via cash apps, 25 cents, 50 cents, a dollar, whatever it is. And then I take that. I take my husband out on a, a very nice date night. And then from there, whatever is collected, I take every cent, every penny, and I give it to the waiter or the person in need, however it may be. This was also something that was inspired from TikTok, from another um, platform. And I said, why can't we do it here? And we have. This is officially round six. We are collecting. Please make sure you take a moment and cash app or Venmo, whatever you can. Time, the number two, teach. And I will go ahead and make sure every penny collected is given to whoever we just want to put a smile on their face. So as you guys already know, here on Time to Teach, every shared experience is a life lesson learned. Y'all have a good night. Have a good one.